Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. When a person understands the truth of how God has worked through history, their whole view on life is enriched with meaning, purpose, inspiration, and power. Let's listen to Matt Reister, director of the Christian Crusaders in the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're in Joshua 2, and the people of Israel are on the east side of the Jordan River. They haven't entered the Promised Land yet. Moses has died. Joshua is now the leader of the Israelite people. He's just been exhorted to be strong and courageous by God, to obey the commands. He sends two spies into the Promised Land, into Canaan, specifically to Jericho, a community town right across the border. And specifically, their job is to scout out what's going on. They come into the home of a woman named Rahab, who is a prostitute and who's home, she lives in the wall of Jericho. So you can imagine like a kind of a thick wall, maybe like the Great Wall of China or something where there's some space there where someone could live. There's a window on the outside of the wall from Rahab's place, which becomes important. The king of Jericho uh, notices or hears that these two spies have come and sends to find out what's going on. And Rahab lies to the king, says, uh, "I yeah, two men came to my house, but I don't I didn't know where they were from, and and they've left out of the gate right before the gate closed before sunset. And she hides the spies, protects them from the king, hides them on her roof. And before they lay down to go to bed, these two spies, this is what happens. This is chapter 2, verse 8. Before the men lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us, and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt, and what you did to the kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan to Sihon and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted. and There was no spirit left in any man because of you, for the Lord your God, he is God in heavens and above and on the earth beneath. That's a profession of faith, friends. Go on. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord, as I have dealt kindly with you, you will also deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, all who belong to them, and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, Our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. And then the story goes on. This woman is not an Israelite. She is not one of God's chosen people. She's an Amorite, which are a group of people who are by and large enemies of God. They worship false idols. They don't follow God's commands. She is not a covenant daughter of God. But we see something very interesting with Rahab, several things, frankly. One is that this is the first kind of foreshadowing that the message of the gospel, God's redemptive plan for the world, is going to go out beyond just the Israelites. Because Rahab, I mentioned that that profession of faith in verse 11, is commended all the way in the New Testament, Hebrews 11, in the hall of faith. Rahab is mentioned as being one who had faith in the one true God. And because of that, she hid the spies. What's also interesting is that God is in the process of telling this story, and he's willing to use anybody. He'll use a prostitute who is also a liar. Now, something that's important to understand here and in a lot of these stories, even into the New Testament in some places, that God's word isn't always prescriptive. A lot of times it's descriptive. In other words, 
This is just describing the accounts that happened. It's not prescribing how you should live. So it's not an endorsement of prostitution, and it's not an endorsement of lying to the king or, or being deceptive. It's just saying this is how God's plan worked. And, and something that we should take from that is lest we get too self-righteous, those of you who, who like me, are trying to be moral people, who trying to obey the Lord, I mean, just because we're not a prostitute or just because we're not deceptive and lying all the time doesn't mean you know, that we are lily white in the way that we live. And just as God has chosen to use us, sinful, broken, dirty, messy, unrighteous people, just as God has chosen to, to save us, to reveal Christ to us, what precludes him from using somebody like Rahab, a lying prostitute? So it's a great example of God's grace and love, his willingness to use even those of us who are the most unclean or who have no regard for who he is, like this prostitute liar who's from a pagan people group and a foreshadowing message of the message of Christ going out beyond Israelites, not just to the people of Israel, but to people like us. Finally, as the story goes on, uh, Rahab decides to, after these guys promise to her, we'll spare your family, which when we forward to Joshua 6 in the Battle of Jericho, her family is indeed spared. In fact, she's listed later on as one of the people in the ancestry of the Messiah, which is another nod to how God is willing to use a broken person to do glorious things. So she gets these assurances that her family will be protected and she lets them down out of the window by a scarlet cord. And they say, leave this scarlet cord in the window. So when we come destroy Jericho, we will spare you. That'll be the sign that this, this scarlet cord will be hanging out of your window. It'll remind our people to spare those people because they protected the spies. And that's exactly what happened. The scarlet cord, it's, it's very similar. And you should read this in chapter two for yourself so you can get the full effect. It's a hearkening back to the Passover when they painted the red blood over the doorposts so that the people of Israel would be spared. And Rahab is counted among those. Also, at a day far in the future from now, scarlet would be an important color again as Jesus Christ hung on the cross and bled scarlet blood, which would be the payment and the way through which people who are sinners could know God by faith in Christ. What an awesome story. Rahab and the spies, Joshua 2. Lord, thank you for your providence. Thank you for your grace. Thanks for using dirty, messy, broken people like us to do your work. Will you continue to do that and clean us up little by little along the way until we're glorified with you forever in heaven? We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between three ministries. The first partnering ministry is Christian Crusaders, where you can find Weekly 30-minute worship services on various radio stations at christiancrusaders.org and where you can hear other engaging interviews with Christians who have inspiring stories or insights to share right here on the CC Podcast. The second partnering ministry is Fresh Wind Worship, where typically they host a weekly worship service at 10.30 a.m. in the Diamond Event Center in Jorgensen Plaza at Western Home Communities. But for now, their services will be available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and link to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. The third partnering ministry is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose 2019 conference messages are available in video format on their website, cedarfallsbibleconference.com. 
And don't forget to mark your calendar for this year's conference, the 99th Annual, Saturday, July 25th through Saturday, August 1st. If this podcast is a blessing to you, please subscribe to it, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of the ministries mentioned above. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.